David Icke, the man who has spent decades unveiling the curtains of deception, has now been banned from not one, not two, but 27 countries. This isn't just censorship. This is a globally orchestrated witch hunt. Now think about this. David Icke, a man whose only weapon is his voice, his words, is deemed so dangerous that nations across the globe are uniting to silence him. What does this tell you? It screams that there is truth in his message. A truth so potent, so transformative, that it terrifies the powers that be. Let's zero in on a specific incident, shall we? An Amsterdam rally planned for a Sunday, Ike was set to appear to share his insights and to awaken minds. Yet what happens? The authorities, cloaked in their robes of public safety, decree that his presence could lead to a disturbance of public order. This, my friends, is the flimsy yet frighteningly effective excuse used to justify the ban. Just think about the implications of this for a minute. A man, armed with nothing but his words and his ideas, is deemed a threat to public order. What does this say about the state of our societies? It's a glaring admission that the mere act of challenging prevailing narratives, of offering alternative perspectives and viewpoints, is enough to be considered a danger. It's not about public safety. It is about public control. The pretext of preventing a disturbance of public order is a masterstroke in the art of suppression. By using this rationale, the authorities, they sidestep the need to engage with David's ideas. They don't even need to prove him wrong. They don't need to debate him. Instead, they simply paint him as a public menace, a disruptor of the peace. And in doing so, what happens? Well, they neatly avoid addressing the substance of his message. But let's dissect this further. What does it actually mean to disturb public order? In the context of Ike's work, it means to challenge the status quo, to question the narratives fed to us by the media and the powers that be. It means to awaken people to the very possibility of different realities, of hidden truths. In a world where conformity is prized and dissent is frowned upon, Ike's message is indeed a disturbance but a very, very necessary one. This man, who has tirely worked to peel back the layers of reality as we know it, has also been branded with the most odious of labels, anti-Semitic. This tactic, this baseless accusation, is a classic tool of those who seek to suppress inconvenient truths. By slapping Ike with this label, the powers that be aim to discredit him, to tarnish his reputation, and to render his message inert. But let's just consider the evidence, shall we? I mean, Ike's work spans decades. There's plenty to look at. It encompasses a vast array of topics, from political machinations to societal structures, from the nature of reality to the unseen forces that shape our world. To reduce this huge body of work to a single defamatory label is not just intellectually lazy. It's strategically malevolent. And yet, the media and the global powers play this card with a disturbing nonchalance. By branding Ike as anti-Semitic, they seek to invoke an emotional, knee-jerk reaction. To turn the public opinion against him without the need for rational debate or the examination of any actual evidence. It's a smokescreen, a diversion designed to distract you from the real issues at hand. 
But let's look at the broader picture here. This isn't just about silencing a single individual. It's about setting a precedent. By successfully labelling Ike as anti-Semitic and getting him banned from 27 countries, these shadowy forces are sending a clear and direct message. Step out of line, challenge our narrative, and you too will be ostracised, discredited, and silenced. You see, the thing with Ike, he doesn't just identify the dots. He connects the dots. And they don't like that. This is a chilling development. One that should deeply concern anyone who values freedom of speech and thought. When we allow labels to be weaponized in such a manner, when we allow the media and the governments to dictate who is a legitimate voice and who is not, we open the door to a world where dissent is not just suppressed, it's forbidden. In a display of resilience and a firm belief in the principles of justice and free speech, David Icke did what any fighter of truth would do. He appealed the ban. But in a turn of events that should shock and disturb every free-thinking individual, his appeal was surprisingly flatly rejected. This rejection is not just a slap in the face to Ike. It is a resounding gavel of doom on the very concept of justice and fairness. Consider the message this sends. A man whose only crime is to challenge the established narratives seeks redress through the supposed channels of justice, only to be unceremoniously turned away. What does this tell us about the system of power and control that we're living under? Paints a chilling picture, folks. A picture of a world where the scales of justice are not just unbalanced, they are rigged. The rejection of Ike's appeal is a stark illustration of the illusion of freedom and democracy that we are fed. It reveals that when push comes to shove, the voices that dare to question the dominant paradigms will not be given a fair hearing. They will be silenced. They will be suppressed. And they will be discarded. But let's just also reflect on the broader implications of the rejection itself. It sets a dangerous precedent. If a man of Ike's prominence with a global following and a track record of peaceful discourse can be denied justice in such a blatant manner, what hope is there for the rest of us? This is not just about David Icke. It's about every single one of us who values the freedom to speak, to think, to question. But what's more shocking, even more deplorable, is the deafening silence from our fellow crusaders of truth. The so-called alternative media. Where the hell are they? Those who profess to champion freedom of speech have turned a blind eye. Where are the voices now when one of their own is being persecuted? It's a downright disgrace. A betrayal of the values they claim to uphold. The silence of the alternative media in this matter is not just disappointing. It's a glaring indication, actually. An indication of the fear and the self-censorship that now pervades our society. Why aren't they standing shoulder to shoulder with Ike? Challenging these unfounded accusations and defending the right to free thought. This is a litmus test for freedom. A glaring red flag that signals the erosion of our most fundamental rights. If they can silence a man like Ike, what stops them from coming after you? After me? After anyone who dares to question the narrative? This orchestrated effort to silence Ike is a bellwether of a much larger, much more sinister agenda. It is a coordinated attack on the very pillars of free thought and free speech. If we stand idly by, if we allow this to happen without a word of protest, we are complicit in the creation of a world where dissent is not just discouraged, it's eradicated. I'm just appalled. We should all be appalled.
This isn't just about David Icke or the countries that have banned him. It's about the future of our society, our rights, our freedoms. The time to speak up is now, before it's too late, before the iron fist of censorship crushes every last one of us. We've got to unite now. We've got to raise our voices. We've got to demand a world where truth can't be silenced by the stroke of a pen or the click of a mouse. Remember, if they can do it to him, they can do it to any of us. Stand up for freedom. Stand up for truth before it's eradicated under the guise of public safety or social harmony. The truth will set us free, but only if we're brave enough to speak it.